All right, JT. Like I said, I don't know if you want to celebrate this anniversary, but mm-hmm. we're going to acknowledge it, okay? <laughs> because when I heard this today, I could not believe that this happened 30 years ago. And we're talking November 8th, 1993, this happened involving the Cleveland Browns. And, you know, those years, 93 through 95, a lot of bad things happened, including moving the football team to Baltimore, right? Mm -hmm. Well, on this day, though, November 8th, 1993, a certain Cleveland Browns player who was loved then and is still loved now was cut by Bill Belichick and the Cleveland Browns. That's right. 30 years ago today, Bill Belichick, citing diminishing skills, cut Bernie Kosar from the Cleveland Browns when they were 5-3 and three at the time in 1993. Can you believe it's been 30 years, JT? No, not after we just spent time with Bernie Kosar. He doesn't look a day over 42. <laughs> Bernie looks great now. He does. He's doing great. Um, and, uh, you know, we didn't talk about it with him then, and uh, I, I wasn't going to reach out to him and say, Hey, Bernie, you know, it was 30 years ago today. <laughs> so what I did was, if, you know what? Let's see who else was on the team that we might be able to get a hold of uh, as far as um, somebody that might be in the media or would be willing to come on with us. And, Brian, are we good? Uh, Ding, ding. Are we all set to go? All right, let's go to the hotline and bring in a guy who was a running back for the Cleveland Browns at the time. In fact, played six years for the Browns from 90 to 95. He is now uh, one of us. And when I say one of us, a member of the media, part of the Tobin and Leroy show, on AM 560 WQAM in Florida. Leroy Hoare joining us right now. How are you, Leroy? What's going on, guys? Hey, man, thanks for uh, picking up uh, uh, my text and getting back to me and saying you could join me today when I I told you what uh, we were going to talk about. Did you know it was 30 years ago today that Bill cut Bernie? No, but I wish you would have told me sooner. I would have called him and messed with him. (laughs) (laughs) Who, Bernie or Bill? Yeah. <laughs> oh my! I, I I heard this today, and I'm like, okay, I gotta you know type this in. Sure enough, 30 years ago, and as you know, Leroy Bernie, you know he's Cleveland's son, right? He manipulated the supplemental draft to to play for the Browns, and uh, you know everybody loves Bernie except Bill. Bill decided to cut him because of diminishing skills, and I thought we could find the audio of Art Modell saying what he said, but we don't have it. So I'll do my best, Art Modell, for you, Leroy. Here's what Art Modell said that day. I can't say enough about Bernie Kosar. Uh, Bernie Kosar was like a son to me. Okay, those were the words from Art Modell. So uh, you were inside the locker room. Give us what you remember of that day, Leroy Horde. Tell us, uh, you know, how it went down and what the reaction was. So me personally, I hated it because as a young player, there was probably only a handful of people who orchestrated me into the NFL with how things are and how they really are on the football field. Um, Me and Bernie had a hell of a relationship both on and off the field. So that happened, you know, you know, everybody said that's just the nature of the job, but it didn't feel like that. Um, From the standpoint of why it happened, you can put whatever you want on the reason, right? I mean, the way Bernie 
threw the ball and how awkward he looked at quarterback. You could have said that the first day he got to the league. Right. It looked unorthodox. He threw the ball awkwardly. But it always ended up where it needed to be. Mm-hmm. And and at some point, you have to look at the production and not what you want the position to be. We've finally gotten away from that. Because now we got these ants playing quarterback. When during those days in the 90s and 80s and before that, there was no chance. Exhibit Doug Flutie. Right. Right? Nobody cared how good of a quarterback he was. All they cared about is he's short. Right. So, but one of the reasons why I think it happened, and I don't fault anybody for this, Bill was trying to set the tone of how things were going to be for the long term. And Bernie was a win-now guy. Bernie could go onto a football field and a play would come in. He would tweak that play and it would be successful. Right. Belichick wanted everybody on the same page, success or fail, because that was the starting point. And so you could always see how those two kind of bump heads at no fault of either one of them. It just was one of those things that they were going to always struggle with because Bernie was trying to win a game on that Sunday and Bill was trying to set the tone for a franchise. Um, That being said, how many times have you heard Bill say, I'm going to do whatever it takes to win this game? Mm -hmm. Which is funny because Bernie was the same damn way. Right. So, um, you know, I looked back on it and I understood why it happened. But because I had such a relationship on the football field, um, it it hurt because, you know, people don't realize I caught a lot of passes from Bernie and we ain't have not one play designed for me to catch the damn football. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so I'll tell you how this all started. My rookie year. One of the reasons why I was able to get on the field is because I could pass the test. So I took pride in it because, you know, everybody said, oh, if you're a young running back and you can't block or pass the test, you'll never get on the field. Checked off that box. I was good to go. So I remember we ran a play, and I'm blocking. I am blocking my ass. I'm blocking. I'm blocking. And I'm like, man, it's taking a long time, right? So Bernie rolls out. I cut the guy. I'm thinking I did a great job protecting my quarterback. And Bernie ran over to me after he threw the ball in the dirt and said, hey, if I'm scrambling, get open because I ain't running. Mm-hmm. Ooh, right. Lo and behold, what did you see for the next three years? Yeah. It always seemed like, uh-oh. Lee- running this little pattern in the flat or whatever, Bernie would throw it to me. And I would run. Nobody knew what it was but me and him. Wow. <laughs> hey, Leroy. So I did uh, have an incredible relationship on how to play the game or manage the game with the tools you had. 
Right. We've been lifelong fans of the Cleveland Browns. Happy to be speaking with Leroy Hoyt right now. You went through and lived through some of the toughest times in Browns history when you really consider the fact that it was 30 years ago today that they let Bernie Kosar uh, go, and it was 28 years ago this week that they announced plans to move to Baltimore. The one thing we had always heard about Bernie Kosar was this, and it was like, I think it was like one of the last games that he played. It was a night game, and you're, you're talking about basically drawing plays up in the dirt, and we know anybody that's ever walked on that field, it was painted dirt at Municipal <laughs> Stadium. Is that one of the things we had always heard these rumors that Bernie Kosar's calling plays, making them up in the dirt, and Bill Belichick got so ticked off that that led to him really wanting to release him? Um, yeah, because of what I explained before. Yeah. But we had a, we had a, oh my goodness, this is the most amazing thing ever. A play comes into the game, right? Bernie takes the knee. He looks at Michael Jackson. He goes, I want you to take one step towards the corner and then run the post. Soon as you hit that, put that foot in the ground, the ball's going to be there and you'll score a touchdown. I'll be damned if that's not what happened. <laughs> We got to the sideline, and nobody walked by Bill. Don't go by Bill. Uh-uh. Don't do it. Don't. No. It's like, so, it's, it, it, yes, that's, but it goes to my point before. Right. Bernie could get a feel for the game. We could play and have it working, and we'd go down the field and score. Bill was in a different place. Because he wanted everybody on the same page, success or failure, because he thought if one person did that and the wrong person did that, you have a catastrophe. Right. It's a mutiny. He but, was worried about a mutiny. He was the, the captain of the ship, right, Leroy? Um, it, it, and here's the deal. It wasn't a mutiny. Right. We just wanted to win. That's all, but, right. Bill came in after we were three and thirteen, so everybody was willing to do anything or hear anybody who was going to help us win. So when Bernie was on that field and he started doing things that would help us score, what do you think everybody's saying? I'm tired of losing. I want to win. Right. Happy to have Leroy Horde with us, and he mentioned uh, catching the ball from Bernie. Uh, fourteen touchdown passes in his sixteen year or six years with the the Browns. Uh, fourteen TD catches, ten TD runs, twenty four touchdowns total. But uh, it goes to prove what he was talking about catching the ball uh, out of the backfield with the Browns. Uh, and is there any truth, Leroy Horde? To um, you know these rumors, the stories we hear that that Bill and Bernie threw down that it got to fisticuffs at one point. No, no. See, here's the thing about the relationship with Bill Belichick. When he first got there, it was some of the most difficult football I ever went through in my life. And this is playing football with Bo Schembeck at Michigan. He did two a day full pads for like six days straight. <laughs> when we got a day off, Played at six on Saturday, Sunday off. We had to report on six at six on Sunday. Twenty-four hours, and it was hard. 
and difficult. And it weeded out. We had a lot of guys who just retired. Um, but I'll tell you this. There is no human being that I've ever met around football that could go to every player on the field and tell them what they're going to be dealing with that week. And he did it mm. every week. I don't care if you play special teams, defense, offensive line, running back, quarterback, kicker. He had pointers for everybody. I've never met a human being who knew that much football and was that good at it ever. Once you start realizing this guy knew what he was doing and knew that it was all about making you the best player you could be, whatever your skill set was, then we kind of turned it around. And if people don't realize, I think we were leading the division when they decided to announce we were leading. Right. And Bill's reward for that was getting fired. Right. So it got messed up. And um, I know that fans didn't like Bill's personality. There's a lot of people that don't like it now. The only reason why they tolerate it is because he won six Super Bowls. Yep. Let's be clear. Okay? Yep. But he's always been that way. He is a guy that's very nonchalant and straightforward about the worst information he could ever tell. Right? <laughs> I remember him trying to break up a fight, and he got punched. He said, I ain't breaking up no more fights. But I got a new rule. He said, if you fight and somebody gets hurt and can't play, both guys get fined until that guy can play again. Wow. There were no fights. Okay. Nobody he ain't got his message across, Consequences. right? Consequences. He, and, and that's, but, but that's the way he was. He told a guy one time, said, this was in the middle of practice. Son, if you keep giving me effort like this, you won't be here tomorrow. And I'll be damned if that guy wasn't here tomorrow. Oh, man. So, At least so, he was honest with him. Right, but that's, that's how he was. And, and I would tell people, if you want a comedian, go to the comedy club. This guy's not <laughs> here for his personality. Right. But for some reason, we couldn't get, we couldn't get over that. There's a lot of people that couldn't get past that understand what kind of coach he really was we're happy today that uh, leroy horde was able to join us you can follow him on twitter at big mouth leroy listen to him as part of the tobin and leroy show 10 a.m to 2 p.m on am 560 wqam in florida uh leroy thanks for getting back to me as quickly as you did thanks for joining us today and there's still plenty of time in the day if you want to call bernie and, and uh you know uh, wish him a happy anniversary you know I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. <laughs> Tell him I, we said hi, all right? Yeah.